Hello and welcome to the School Safety Free Period. Today we have a slightly more serious edition. Is that accurate to say? Well, it's not so. It's not that funny, but it's a lot it less is funny. ridiculous. If the uh, ridiculous. threshold is ridiculous and infuriating, then we're there. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, I am Amanda Klinger. And I'm Dr. Amy Klinger. And we're with the Educator School Safety Network. And if you're not familiar with our School Safety Free Period podcast, um, we would encourage you to also check out some of the other episodes that are quite a bit more funny um, and a little bit less serious. But the premise of the podcast is one of us has a story that, if it wasn't true, you would think that we were making it up, but they are all true. And they are unbelievable, absurd, usually pretty funny. And we tell the other one the sort of school safety story, and then we do a little bit of takeaways and a little bit of uh, expert opinion and advice. So, And in this one, we might just be shaking our heads. There may be just a lot of head shaking. and Which is not maybe the best thing for a podcast, because <laughs> no one else can see us shake our heads, but... Maybe my well, head will rattle and you'll be able to tell. Maybe you'll be able to tell in the tone of my voice. Well, we've been doing a lot of um, research in the past 18 months to 20 months, on bomb threats and incidents in schools. And we've issued a report last year and this year. And now you may want to check that out, um, actually, because it's pretty shocking, amazing, and unbelievable in many ways. Um, I guess, but then maybe the nature of what we do is also that way. But so we've been really following, um, you know, bomb threats, issues in schools with bomb threats and bomb incidents and so, so forth. And we clearly were able to demonstrate and and research an incredible spike in uh, school-related bomb threats during the um, 15-16 school year. And then this year, as we tracked in 16-17, we also saw an unusual phenomena in that we had a lot of bomb threats again, but also that we had them concentrated in certain areas and concentrated in certain communities. Um, Jewish community centers and schools in particular were heavily targeted. None of that sounds very funny at all, does it? But what we now are finding out is that there's been an arrest in this particular case. And so that's what we kind of want to talk about today, a little bit of uh, where we are and what happened with that. Um, It has been recently revealed in the court documents that were unsealed as this case progresses that um, we have charged an Israeli-American teenager, an 18-year-old, with making over 245 threatening calls to Jewish community centers and schools around the United States. So this is just what he managed to do in the United States. And so that in and of itself is pretty shocking and amazing. But I guess what what is equally disturbing is the fact that we have a an entrepreneur here, I guess, in the sense that um, this 18-year-old created a school email bomb threat service on Alphabay, which is not eBay, I don't think. Pretty sure. It is not. It is on the dark web. It is. It is not available through Chrome or Mozilla Firefox or Internet Explorer. You need a special internet client to uh, access that website. It is an online marketplace for illicit goods and services. Now, bad news, it was shut down by the government in July of 2017. So if you had intended to stop this podcast, hop on Alphabay and buy yourself an illicit good or service, out of luck. Now, I do have to say, 
in no way condoning bomb threats or school-based violent threats. That part, clearly not funny. I do think it's a little bit funny that he was like an entrepreneur doing this. That is a little bit funny, especially since as a middle school student, I got in trouble for taking large packs of gum from Sam's Club to school and selling them stick by stick out of my locker. So I do sort of, uh, I appreciate the hustle and I appreciate the entrepreneurial spirit. Are you currently selling gum on Alpha Bay, the dark web? <laughs> Why gum? I don't know if you need to I go don't know, to the dark I'm web. I'm just saying if that's your, no, I don't think you need to your go contraband to dark... of choice to sell. Yeah, mint. Mint gum on the dark web. Well, so we have your little entrepreneur. Um, he charged $30 for an email bomb threat to his school. It's a steal. Plus a $15 surcharge if the buyer wanted to frame someone for it. So he had like a so, menu. Correct. You could go from the, you could order off the menu. Correct. Now it's double for a threatening email to a school district or multiple districts. So it's a, one price, $30 for just one school. Mm -hmm. um, but it's $60 if you wanted to go to multiple schools or a school district. Because you know, come on, his time is worth something. So if you went to like a school district with like 10 schools, that's a pretty well, good deal. Well, if it's more than 12 schools, there was a custom listing price. Well, right. I mean, it's difficult, you know, right. to call. Got to get the menu. Call for an estimate. Um, yeah. He indicates he was available 24 7 to make emails and. Just like uh, Walmart promised to refund non-successful bomb threats. So you got your money back if it didn't work. If it didn't work in that they didn't evacuate or it didn't uh, work if in that it, the email didn't go through. Don't know. They didn't really specify that in that particular uh, huh. place. Okay. But it, so he has. I am shaking my head. So we should just say on. shaking my head, shaking my head. So we've got the $30, you know, bomb threat. $60 if you wanted to go big, $15 mm -hmm. surcharge for framing somebody. Oh, okay. Um, he's available all the time. The arrest started out uh, with him being arrested with for 28 counts of making threatening calls. That's what I think it's, is kind of interesting is that he's charging for the emails, but he gets arrested for making the calls. So I don't know if this was like a sideline or a hobby or what exactly, or probably a diversification of his services, potentially. It was probably easier to charge, the, the charge and prosecute on the email stuff was probably easier to charge and prosecute, would be my guess. Yeah, well, so he's got the 28 counts of threatening calls, the 245 that he's accused of as well. They estimate earned nearly $240,000 worth of Bitcoin for selling his services. Now, I don't know. Where you set, where do you spend Bitcoin? I'm not quite sure. On the on the dark web, of course. Oh, so you can't just like have a big like backpack full of money. No, no I mean, I mean, Bitcoin is becoming well, vaguely what do you, like a real okay. Currency. But what do you buy you if Alpha Bay is is no, shut no. down and there's no illicit goods and services <laughs> to purchase? No, you can. I mean, you can legitimately convert Bitcoin to regular currencies. I mean, there's like a Bitcoin ATM in Brooklyn, you know, because hipsters. But you can, I mean. Well, it, well now, l l let me finish telling you about this guy, you know, because he, he well, has. Because Bitcoin technically can be used for non-illegal things. Oh, all right. It is more okay. typically, you find so it in illegal So he's probably buying gifts for his grandma or something with it. Yeah, I'm or like sure. his college tuition. Pretty he's sure, 18. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. He does try to um, keep his buyers happy. 
He advises um, that there's no guarantee that the police will question or arrest the framed person. So if you want to spend the 15 bucks for the framing, that's on you. <laughs> Buyer beware. Um, let, me, let me read the quote. Um, I just add the person's name to the email. Now, you can't see the grammatical errors in here, but, but the English teacher in me sees mm -hmm. them. Um, I just add the person's name to the email. In addition, my experience of doing bomb threats, putting someone's name in the email threat will reduce the chance of the threat being successful. But it's up to you if you would like me to frame someone. So <laughs> that's not funny, but it, I mean, it's, oh, it, it's it, kind it of is funny. A little bit <laughs> well, okay. So now, in case you were curious, um, he did got good reviews because any good marketplace for illicit <laughs> goods and services wants to have. So let's let's read one Alpha Bay user's review. The threats were amazing, on time and on target. We got evacuated and got the day cut short. So there's another satisfied customer. Wow. So, um, so yeah, do you, do you there's think, where we are. Do you really think, you know, I, I think this brings up a good segue for us to talk about something about the bomb threats and doing the report. I think when we say, oh, we're doing research on school-based bomb threats and incidents, people sort of like internally roll their eyes like, oh, bomb threats. That's what kids in the 80s did to get out of school. You know, in the research that we do, obviously we don't have the capacity to drill down into who is perpetrating these threats because oftentimes law enforcement is never able to find someone and make arrest. And we're not able to ask, so why were you making this threat? So obviously there is a small percentage of these threats where there is someone who really is, who really is motivated or feels motivated that they're going to carry out a Columbine-style attack. I think that's really the minority of these events, though. I mean, do do you think that most of these bomb threats are kids who are, quote-unquote, just joking, trying to get out of school? I don't know if it's so much trying to get out of school. I think it's more the chaos. I mean, let's think about this. If I, my choice is third period, listening to my teacher do a 40-minute lecture on the rise of... I don't know, socialism and blah, 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 blah. Or my choice that is... boring, especially if you didn't complete a sentence. Right. So, yeah, I mean. so or my choice is we're going to have a bomb threat, and I can watch the people losing their mind, parents going crazy, the school officials running around, not not knowing what to do, fire truck pulls up, police go. We get to go sit in the football stadium in the sun, hang out with our friends, have a party. I mean, how uh, that's like a no-brainer. And then for 30 bucks, some other idiot will do it for me? Yeah. I mean, so... So, uh, so stirring the pot. So not just a purely getting out of school motivation, well, but a motivation that's of, how stirring, it ends up, perfect. of stirring the pot. Yeah, if exactly. it ends up that classes are canceled, even better. But whatever it is, it breaks up the monotony of, you know, what for many kids is a very boring experience of being in school and oh, I don't like it and let's do something. So could you make the case? For a case, very low threshold of getting caught. Could you make the case then? So we talk, you know, we, we do trainings about bomb threat management for schools and, you know, ways to respond appropriately to bomb threats. But one thing that we do talk a lot about is working to prevent violence in schools and working to prevent the reoccurrence of bomb threats, especially when you have sort of copycat, when, you, when we see schools. Well, because it works once, let's right. do it again. So could you make the case maybe that if sometimes school seemed a bit more engaging for some kids there would be less need for sure absolutely yeah 
I mean, it, it, when you have a lot of bomb threats, that's symptomatic of some. Mm -hmm. Climate and culture It's symptomatic problem. of anything is better than what's currently happening in school. Hmm. But I think the other flip side of that is if we had did a better job and had training and people knew what to do in these bomb threats so and it was no chaos. big deal, it wasn't chaotic, it wasn't a party, it wasn't fear and, you know, media and fire trucks and mm -hmm. parents wailing and breaking down the cost. office door to get their kids. Right. I mean, if it was just, a, you know, very business-like investigation that's wrapped up pretty quickly, people do what works. And when it doesn't work, they stop. I mean, you know, so here you have a guy that arguably uh, is fulfilling a need, apparently. Right. Um, you know, we can withhold, I'll withhold my opinions on the ridiculous and what sort of a person we have here that they're willing to do this, but that's a, a totally okay, different he, sort of a thing. You could also make the case, I mean, obviously, I'm not going to defend what this kid did of causing chaos. And he's an 18-year-old. He's not a kid. He's a man. This person did. But on the other hand, they weren't actually harming anyone. I mean, you are... I mean, there's a reason you can't he yell. He is harming someone in the sense that you are creating, you are, are sowing the seeds and creating an environment where, oh, no, another bomb threat. True. Until That's the true. point where somebody with a pressure cooker That's true. and the capability and the commitment to do so is going true. to have much larger devastation because this guy set the table for it sure. by wearing schools down and making people think that every bomb threat is some idiot with on whatever the dark web. alphabet mm -hmm. fooling around. So to be clear, when you say that, you know, we want to get to a place where these bomb threats, quote unquote, don't work. You're not saying that schools shouldn't be responding. You're saying that we're responding in I'm a way where the thrill is gone right, the, for the right, perpetrator. The thrill is gone because we're responding in a way that no one's panicky. No one's upset, but we, we are will, still responding. We, respond we are still investigating. We are still taking it seriously. Mm -hmm. We'll respond appropriately to a credible threat, but we're not wigging out and it's not end of days. It's just, this is a thing that happened and we're responding appropriately. And we're I mean, go it. watch any funny video that you can find of a kid who falls or bangs himself in the head or whatever, and the parent goes, oh, no, are you okay? And they panic, and the kid goes, I'm not, I'm hurt, and starts crying. Or a parent who goes, oh, you look okay. It's fine here, let me rub it, and it's no big deal. Parent still is attentive, still cares what happens mm -hmm. to the kid, still is paying attention, but it's just two very different responses mm -hmm. that create um, a, a different end result. Mm -hmm. And I guess that's what we're looking for here. And in this particular case, um, I, I just think this one, the reason that I bring this to you is I think it's really important for us to see that there are these places there that this stuff is happening, whether we are aware of it. I couldn't have told you what Alpha Web was 20 minutes ago. Well, it's Alpha Bay. So or you Alpha couldn't have told me what Alpha Web was now. <laughs> right. <laughs> Well, whatever. I mean, so we aren't aware, of, or at least I am grossly uninformed, apparently, on some of these things, because apparently I purchased my illicit products and services elsewhere, <laughs> because I wasn't aware that these things exist. You're a big believer in Amazon Prime. Yeah. You don't get around to Alphabet too much. I'm also a big believer they probably in don't Amazon. Have free, they probably don't have free shipping on Alphabet. Well, but, but he did have a money-back guarantee, so I mean, he's but, right there. But this is the ridiculous notion of what we're up against and not to say that technology is inherently evil but we have to we have to always remember that somebody is a step or two ahead of us mm -hmm. all the time 
And so we can't just assume that, well, because last time this is what happened and five years ago this is the way it was. We, it, this just goes to demonstrate that we are always needing to step up our game, be vigilant, be on top of things. Mm-hmm. We can't just be complacent and sit and think of a bomb threat as that, like it was in 1985. Right. Well, it didn't have Alpha Bay or the dark web in 1985. Nope. So there no, you go. Didn't. And I guess where this goes from here is now how far are the authorities going to go in untangling this? So are you going to go find who called him 245 times and ask him to make these threats? You know, are yeah. they going to go back? I know there's one in particular, it says in the article when I was doing research on this, that there's someone in California that they're ready to charge hmm. because they know they were able to connect their desire, you know, that they engage this person for that. So, you know, do you go back and untangle all these or, you know, and some idiot reading these, uh, reading about this goes, oh, I go, I'll do it for, Easy. I'll do it for $25. Well, you're, you can do $30 because he's out of business. So you can yeah. uh, take, so, take right over his mantle. So I guess, you know, the takeaway there is uh, we have to stay on top of these things. And we can look at this and go, oh, well, it was just a bomb threat this time. Well, there you have it. Please be sure to rate, review, and subscribe. If you we do not take Bitcoin. <laughs> I mean, for anything, I, we don't take Bitcoin for like carrying yeah, I out equate, threats. I equate Bitcoin as being like suspicious and like illegal, and it's not. But I equate that. No, it's just it's kind of dorky. I would say it's more dorky than anything than suspicious or illegal. I mean, it's supposed to be like you can't trace it, and it's you know, I mean, it's I just, sort of unnecessary. I just remember the play money that people used to have. I feel like it's play money. Like you have little plastic coins and little paper dollars, and that's it's your Bitcoin. Digital. It's digital. Completely digital. Yeah. So there you go. Well, anyway. Another episode where I sound like I'm 150 <laughs> years old. Exactly. Back in the day. <laughs> you didn't have Bitcoin in your day. Um, so, yeah. Please rate, review, subscribe. Uh, check us out wherever you get your podcasts. Um, please do, if you have an interesting or exciting or unbelievable school safety story, please do send it to us. You can send it to us, uh, info at eschoolsafety.org. And if you have any other questions, you can send those to us at well, as well. We always love to help and answer questions. And also you can head to our website for any other information or resources and anything else we can do to help. Thanks. Bye. Bye. So, are we starting? Do we want to say that this is a serious ad- uh, or no, serious it's addition? Not. It's necessarily serious. It's just uh whatever. Okay.